Welcome to episode 34 of Paws, Claws and Wet Noses, the veterinary sector podcast celebrating all creatures great and small and the fantabulous professionals who look after them all. I'm your show host, Julie South, and today we're going to look at how to recruit, retain and rouse today's grads, the Zoomer generation in your veterinary clinic. An old vet told my father when he was a student in Glasgow, he said, uh, if you want to be a success in veterinary practice, just keep the bowels open and trust the rest to God. Nutrition's not an opinion, it's a science. They called me that weird herbal needle vet, and I I just remember thinking, well, I'm still going to do it, because I know it works, and I've got the research to back it. From reminiscences of the real James Herriot's son, to pet nutrition, to acupuncture. The Vet Podcast discusses current animal health issues from around the world. I'm veterinarian Brian Gregor from New Zealand. Just search for the Vet Podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Paws, Claws and Wet Noses is sponsored by Vet Staff. If you've never heard of Vet Staff, it's New Zealand's only full-service recruitment agency, 100% dedicated to the veterinary sector. Vet staff has been around since 2015 and works nationwide, from Cape Reinga to the Bluff and everywhere in between. As well as helping Kiwis, vet staff also helps overseas qualified veterinarians find work in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Vetstaff.co.nz Gen Z are those grads who started entering the workforce a few years ago. They're also called the iGen, as an iPad, an iPhone, and Zoomers. Generational personalities don't come so much from the actual year that someone was born, or the span of years, but from events that a generation of people, a cohort, experience as they grow up at a certain time in society's history. It's these significant events that shape the values of a cohort. It shapes how they live, work and interact with others. There's always a huge and significant defining moment in time that starts a generation. For example, COVID-19 will draw the line in the sand between the Zoomers and this new generation. Maybe it'll be called Gen C, as in covid Today, though, I want to talk about Generation Z, and I'm going to call them the Zoomers. Given its major defining moments in time that shape a generation, the Zoomers is a generation born after 1996. And this is because the last most significant defining moment for millennials, those are their big brothers and sisters, was 9-11, and that happened in 2001. Those born from 1996 onwards don't remember the events of September 11th. If you don't remember 9-11 or someone in your clinic doesn't remember 9-11, then you or they aren't millennials, but they're a member of that generation's little sisters and brothers, the Zoomers. When you get what shapes a generation, you're more likely to understand why a generation is the way it is. So let's quickly look at what shaped the Zoomers. This generation doesn't know life without social networking or smartphones, gun violence or massacres, climate change, 
the ability to always be wired and connected, corporate social responsibility, the global financial crisis, terrorism and war, volunteerism, and by that I mean think about the student army that kicked in after Christchurch, after the Christchurch earthquakes, after other earthquakes and major floods here in God's Zone. Text messaging, shared family responsibilities, gender equality and gender fluidity, and video phone calls. Think FaceTime and Zoom. The Zoomers have never lived in a world where the internet didn't exist. The Zoomers are the ones who make the rest of us feel old. They're born after 1996 through to about 2010 with a smartphone in their back pockets. They're digital natives. They have never experienced a world, at least a Western world, in analog format. They only know digital. They have apps for everything. Doesn't everyone? Even though we might think they're too young to know or have experienced much, just think back to what's happened since 1995. As I just said, globalization, digital everything, a recession, climate change, terrorism, technology expansion, and now a global pandemic. And like their millennial big brothers and sisters before them, this group has enjoyed the benefits of smaller family sizes, strong parental guidance, and heavy use of social media and portable technologies. The Zoomers have a new goal in life. While the rest of us are hung up on work-life balance, this cohort is all about work-life blend. As David Stillman, author of Gen Z at Work, states, the Zoomers are money-focused, not because they're necessarily materialistic, although, like other preceding generations, that's true for some of them, but because they believe their big brother and big sister millennial generation has been straddled with debt of which they had no control. This generation, therefore, is very cognizant that working for money rather than ideals is what pays the bills. Stillman and his Generation Z son Jonah, before COVID shut our world down, travelled around the globe helping businesses hire and retain Zoomers. Stillman has identified seven personality traits that define Generation Z. As always, you can find all references on the episode page, episode 32, at pawsclawswetnoses.fm. So let's look at the seven personality traits that define a Zoomer. Number one, pragmatism. 60% say they want a long career with one company. Number two, competitive. Almost half consider themselves very competitive. Unlike millennials who grew up with everyone getting a medal for just showing up, this cohort doesn't think like that. They are competitive. They're also connected. 84% prefer face-to-face communications with their boss. If you think you're entering their paradigm by sending them a text, you've got the wrong generation. That's the millennials who prefer a text. Zoomers grew up with FaceTime and video chats. They want face-to-face. Number four, they are socially responsible. 93% say that a company's impact on society affects their decision to work there. Number five, customizers. There's no limit to their ideas, but half would rather get a job than create one. 
So only half of this group want to be entrepreneurs. Or, as we used to know here in God's own Aotearoa, New Zealand, self-employed. Number six, plugged in. Technology is in their DNA. 90.6% of Zoomers say that a company's technological sophistication would impact their decision to work there. And the last one is number seven, they are self-reliant. Even though 77% say that personal relationships with co-workers are important, many prefer to learn at their own pace. So how do you work with Zoomers in a way that helps them be their best selves? You need to encourage face-to-face communication. Growing up with technology means that Zoomers are continually connected to their friends and peers online. But this hasn't diminished their desire for face-to-face communication. Remember Stillman's research found that 84% of Gen Z prefer face-to-face communications with their boss. While Zoomers may be more independent and entrepreneurial than previous generations, studies show they also enjoy collaborating with co-workers. However, in saying that, the way a Zoomer regards collaboration is different to a millennial. A Zoomer likes to get on with the job and achieve results, whereas millennials are all about everyone being involved. You know the open plan offices that are all the rage. Well, that's the brainchild of millennials who want everyone involved. Millennials are the generation where everyone gets a medal for being involved and included. Zoomers are competitive and prefer to work in their own pace and get on with the job. The second thing you can do is nurture their talent and encourage growth and learning. Studies show that this group will seek guidance, direction and support. Employers that help them progress and acquire new skills will build loyalty. Indicators show that Zoomers aren't afraid of hard work. Some are calling them self-motivated go-getters. The Zoomers thrive in workplaces where the culture supports their growth and development but gives them the freedom to try to do things their way. The third thing you can do is provide a high tech-centred workplace. Remember, these are the guys and gals who only know digital. This means that when you've grown up with technology all around you for all of your life, you expect it to be good. This is the generation that will be attracted to the clinics with the latest, brightest and most sophisticated clinical toys. New toys and staying current with tech will impact Azuma's decision to stay working for your clinic or not. This means that if you want to attract the bright young up-and-comers, you'll need to give them the necessary high-tech tools. You need to also offer them work flexibility. This generation wants to make a difference at work and in the world in general. They're competitive Remember that they have witnessed the recession of 9-11, the global financial crisis, and now the recession that we're in today. They're not the entitled, like everyone seems to think they are. They believe in working smart, not hard. They're also self-reliant and socially responsible, willing to put in the time and effort to make big things happen. Just because that's the way something has always been done, doesn't mean that's how it must continue. Zoomers don't believe in working 9 to 5 just because that's the way it's always been. They're into working smarter, 
not harder. Zoomers have little patience with wasting time. Remember that there's an app for that, whatever that is. Maybe this means more job-sharing positions so that Zoomers can have the work-life blend that gets the best out of them. So what do you need to do to recruit, retain and rouse Zoomers in your clinic? New research from the Workforce Institute at Kronos Incorporated, examining the attitudes of Gen Z in the workplace, reveals how employers worldwide can effectively attract, develop, motivate and retain talent within the next generation workforce. The new report, How to Be an Employer of Choice for Gen Z, uncovers the motivations and aspirations of today's youngest working generation, including those yet to officially enter the workforce. A survey of 3,400 Zoomers across Australia, Belgium, Canada, China, France, Germany, India, Mexico, the Netherlands, New Zealand, the UK and the US finds that money still talks. Good managers matter more than ever. Work needs to be interesting and, while schedule stability is important, Flexibility is non-negotiable. How do you make your clinic attractive too and Zoomer friendly? You need to harness the digital natives. Like it's become for many of us, mobile social media use is second nature for the Zoomers. So you need to leverage this screen time with breakthrough advertising and opportunities. Notice I say mobile social media. This means that the smartphone is where it's happening for Zoomers, not desktop, which is so old-fashioned, or laptop, which is a little less old-fashioned, but not as much as the desktop. If your website isn't mobile responsive, and today there's no excuse for that, you'll have lost this cohort before you even start. The best time to reach this group isn't necessarily when they're actively looking for work, but passively while they're surfing the social media channels. This is where your social media marketing comes into play. You need to tip the balance in their favour. Many Zoomer employees crave opportunities that are progressive and unique. This cohort values the blend of work and life and social opportunities in a way we haven't experienced before. They don't necessarily clock off at 6pm when your clinic closes. That doesn't mean to say that they're available to work beyond these hours, but for them, there's no distinct line of working, not working, as maybe you and I know it. Because everything is so blended in their lives, they're likely to have a side hustle, what you and I might know as moonlighting, which they could be working on while they're at work in your clinic. If you think that's an imposition, just take a deep breath because it's likely they'll be doing your work, if that's possible, while they're eating their dinner or binging on Netflix. Everything is blended. And talking of having side hustles, that non-compete clause in your employment agreement, make sure it's ironclad. If you haven't revisited it lately, now's the time to do that. And talking about tipping the balance in Azuma's favour, a report by Accenture UK indicated that 62% of Zoomers would choose a fun, positive and social atmosphere at work over salary. What might that look like? It's about working from home, 
if possible, having volunteer days or policies and offering part-time work or job sharing. When you can incorporate as many of these offerings into your clinic's positions, you're more likely to attract and retain a Zoomer. You need to satisfy their hunger. Zoomers crave opportunities to advance plus learning and development opportunities. This means that if you can, promote from within. If you're a multi-clinic group, offer opportunities for secondment or transfer to different clinics. Yes, doing this creates a bit of disruption, but that is better than a complete resignation. And you need to sell your workplace culture. Yes, Zoomers are interested in the dollar, but they're also looking for a place to work where they can feel good about going to work. They have idealistic values of their own, so it makes sense for them to want to align with clinics that are similarly focused. If you're a socially responsible clinic, then shout this from the rooftops so that the Zoomers get to hear about it. The types of social responsibility Zoomers are into include climate change, mental health and inclusivity. And talking of inclusivity, Zoomers only know inclusivity and they only see it when it's absent. The other thing that Zoomers recognise is authenticity. If you're all bluff and puff and fluff, they'll see through you pretty quickly. You really do have to walk the talk if you don't want to be called out over it or have a high churn, which is expensive. You need to listen to what they need. Unlike their predecessors, many Zoomer employees value experience and culture over set career paths. This puts the pressure on hirers to make positions attractive. Mundane aspects of traditional roles are becoming less appealing, which means that you need to consider how you can change positions to merge other responsibilities and utilise other skill sets. Many Zoomer employees won't settle for a one-size-fits-all approach. They want a personalised experience rather than a scattergun attitude. An example of this can be personalising your email or text message with some kind of personalised message relevant to them. Zoomers aren't afraid to ask questions or seek guidance, which means that your clinic needs to be prepared for this. You need to see this as a positive thing, what you can learn rather than as a criticism or as a complaint. You need to modify your perspective. As a general rule of thumb, Zoomers don't see the point in wasting time in the office doing busy work, but they do give a lot in return. Remember I said that Zoomers are into work-life blending. This means they're usually prepared to work on weekends and in the evenings. Most would also relocate to another city for the right job offer. I've been noticing the preparedness to relocate for the right job a lot myself this year, especially for the first job. A side effect of this is that you could have a reasonably high proportion of -of out-of-towners working for you. Keep this in mind that they don't know the place like you do, so it's important you help them integrate. Zoomers are looking for a personalised experience that hits the right note between salary, work-life balance, learning and development opportunities and career development. Yep, I know that's a huge ask. Now let's get down to some nitty gritty. To attract high quality staff, you need to reward them appropriately for their skills, expertise and value. 
remember, they're motivated by the dollar. And talking about the dollar as an aside and purely for your information, the Veterinary Business Branch of the NZVA is about to conduct a New Zealand Veterinary Sector Salary Review or Salary Survey. It's being undertaken by a third party called BBVet and it's pay to play. There'll be three separate surveys. There's a wage and salary survey, which is in June 2021, so this month as I'm recording this. A fees survey, that's to be confirmed, but it's indicating to be somewhere in September, October this year, and a profit and expenses survey towards the end of 2021. There are two pricing options, monthly or pay-as-you-go. It's either $59 per month for members or $89 per month for non-members of one clinic, or the wage and salary survey is $260 for members and $390 for non-members. Again, those are one-clinic fees. If you're a multi-clinic setup, you get a discount. Because the research is being done by an offshore company based in the Baltic Sea region of Europe, there's no GST payable. The wage and salary survey started on the 1st of June and finishes on the 30th. So if you're interested in participating and you're listening to this in June 2021, then you need to take action straight away by contacting the Vet Association ASAP. Access to the results is only provided to those clinics that participate in them. Now, although it's starting to happen already, there are still many clinics here in God's Zone that are going to have to up their game when it comes to pay rates and packages. Because money talks for the Zoomer generation, more than half of Zoomers worldwide, 54%, say pay is the most important consideration when applying for their first full-time job. Money becomes increasingly important the older the Zoomer is. 57% of 22 to 25-year-olds agree that nothing outweighs pay, compared to 49% in the 21 and under cohort. Flexible yet stable schedules are a must. One in five Zoomers say they want a consistent and predictable schedule, 21%, yet also expect employers to offer flexibility, 23% of them. Further, not all benefits are equal. Employee perks like free snacks, happy hours and gym reimbursements are enticing, but traditional benefits like healthcare insurance, an attractive retirement plan and life insurance are preferred by a 2 to 1 ratio of Zoomers, regardless of age or stage of life. So let's say you've written the perfect situations vacant ad, you've paid for it to be advertised. How do you make sure that you don't waste those dollars when attracting Zoomers? Here are some red flags for Zoomer candidates when it comes to working at your clinic. A delayed response from people like me, from agencies, or from HR or practice managers is a major turnoff. If it takes you days to reply, you've probably already lost the points you need and you'll have to make them up. Negative employee reviews online. Remember I talked about this in quite a few of the the upcoming red flags I'm about to talk about in episode 19 of Paws, Claws and Wet Noses. So if you haven't listened to that, make it a to-do. Application portals that aren't mobile friendly. Workplaces that have a dated feel. Negative customer experiences with an organisation would deter them from even applying to work there. 
This includes themselves and or their friends. Interestingly, I lost one amazing candidate because she thought that I had been her done by by a clinic. In this case, I was led to believe that I was the only person recruiting for the position, so I was surprised when I heard that my candidate, whom I thought was a front-runner, was up against two other candidates. She withdrew her application because she didn't like the integrity of the clinic and believed that how they treated me was how they treated their customers, of which she wanted no part of. Wow. I admired her integrity, I really did, but given that the clinic also thought that she was a front runner and it didn't matter what I said after she learned that there were others in the running, I lost that appointment and it hurt. Anyway, when it comes to keeping and or attracting Zoomers, here is what's important to them. Help them advance. One in five Zoomers say training and development is the top employee benefit. Bring out the best in a Zoomer. To get their best work, Zoomers say they need direct and constructive performance feedback. 50% of them said that. Hands-on training, 44%. Managers who listen and value their opinions, 44%. And freedom to work independently, 39%. With advancement on their minds, Zoomers are looking for leaders to help them chart a path to promotion. One in four expect managers to clearly define goals and expectations, 26% of them, and say regular check-ins during their first month makes for an ideal onboarding experience, that's 25%. Empowering leaders to meet these baseline expectations is critically linked to retention. Nearly one in three Zoomers worldwide, at 32%, would rather stay longer at a company if they have a supportive manager, while respondents in Australia and New Zealand, at 51%, Canada, 49%, and the UK, 45%, would never tolerate an unsupportive manager. Motivate with meaning. Money talks, but doing enjoyable work is just as important. Engage and reward. One in three Zoomers say they perform best when working on projects they care about, 37%, and when they are rewarded for a job well done, 32%, but make it a cash bonus, says 43% of Zoomers. Forming connections at work inspires Zoomers. Strong relationships with their teams will motivate nearly two in five Zoomers, 36%. Especially part-time employees, 40%. A stressful work environment will do the opposite. Nearly half, at 48%, say stress at work would directly impact performance. And one in three, 33%, would never tolerate a dysfunctional team. Talking of dysfunctional teams, I have noticed quite a bit lately that I am getting more applications from or more inquiries from veterinarians and veterinary nurses who are looking to move because of the dysfunction at the clinic where they currently are. So if this is sounding like you, then please address it. Financial security, that is the fear of being broke, motivates Zoomers to enter the workforce, most prominently in the UK, 63%, the US, 
57%, and Australia and New Zealand at 56%, France is at 55%, and Canada at 32%. So they don't want to be broke. And make sure your payroll systems and processes work. Zoomers have very little tolerance for payroll errors. If you want to be an employer of choice for a Zoomer, remunerate them fairly. Ensure that they genuinely care about the job you're hiring them for and provide them with the necessary training and flexibility so they can succeed without sacrificing their personal lives. Managers who are supportive of Zoomers' needs mentor them and allow them to bring their full selves into the workplace will hold on to their Zoomer team members longer and inspire them to do their best work. People, mostly, don't leave an organisation because of the company. They leave because of their manager. As has been mentioned in a few previous podcasts, you don't have to offer the best rates of pay, but you do need to offer them the best place to work. If you're unsure what being the best employer might look like, then check out episodes number 23, 28, 29 and 30. The guests in those shows are all veterinarians who know what they're talking about. I hope you found this helpful. If you'd like any questions or thoughts about today's topics, I'd love to hear them. Remember to click the follow button wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's free and it means that you'll never miss out on upcoming shows because they'll be delivered straight to your feed. Visit pawsclawswetnoses.fm episode 32 for all the links and references mentioned in this show. And check in again next week. The topic, will your next new hire mess or mesh with your existing team? I'm going to share some candidate interview questions you can ask to help you avoid making bad hiring decisions. Kakitiano. Paws, claws and wet noses is sponsored by VetStaff. If you've never heard of VetStaff, it's New Zealand's only full-service recruitment agency 100% dedicated to the veterinary sector. VetStaff has been around since 2015 and works nationwide, from Cape Reinga to the Bluff and everywhere in between. As well as helping Kiwis, VetStaff also helps overseas qualified veterinarians find work in Aotearoa, New Zealand. VetStaff.co.nz Thank you.